Well, you don't go into bad um, you don't go into a movie called Bad Moms expecting it to be like a fucking great movie. I went into a movie called Dirty Grandpa thinking it was going to be a great movie. So <laughs> uh, you're being idiot. sexist right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a reach. Uh, no, I I mean like and ageist against young people. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> It's Monday and people are pissed. A dude shot a squirrel with a bow and arrow. And when the cops asked him why he did it, he said it was because he was, quote, giving him a look. That is a that I, I kind of respect it. But here's the here's the here's the reasoning behind that. It's because he was throwing rocks at the squirrel. Yes. So yes. when you if somebody was throwing rocks at me, I'd probably give them a look, too. If so, so, have you? Has anyone ever thrown rocks at you before? Uh, I don't recall. I don't think so. One time, I was in high school. We were waiting for a train. We were trying to go on a train. I think we were going to one of the Patriots parades or something. Stand there waiting for the train. A lot of rocks on the ground. Friends started throwing rocks at each other, and as boys do, as right as as young men do, and when a bunch of people start doing something that I don't want to be doing, <laughs> I immediately give off a very strong uh, like aura of, I don't want to be doing this, but I'm just going to let this pass so it can go away. So I'm just sitting there for like a minute being like, nobody throw a fucking rock at me. Because if, if someone throws a rock at me, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. And they ended up throwing a rock at me. And I Did lost you, my shit. All right. I was going to ask. I'm not even friends with those people anymore. I don't think that's why I'm not friends with them, but kind of the start of a slippery slope so don't throw rocks at dj yes not a big fan of it don't throw rocks at a squirrel because then they're gonna look at you and then you're gonna have to shoot them <laughs> because <laughs> if the squirrel looks back at you when you provoke it the, this is the kind of uh this article on this incident is the is a kind of article that it only gets worse as it goes down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that's because there are quotes from the guy yeah exactly so they asked the guy they, this guy shot a squirrel and then he tried to he tried to explain it uh, only came off worse because he said the squirrel was giving him a look and it was because that he was throwing rocks at him. Says and he then, took it personally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he took it personally, so he shot him. Um, but, he, but, but he said that it was okay because the squirrel, <laughs> the squirrel walked away and then pulled the arrow out of itself and just left his property. Yes. So he shot like a superhuman squirrel that they later found dead and covered in blood. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you imagine? So uh, the New York Police Department's uh, 122nd Precinct tweeted about the arrest, referring to it as illegal hunting (laughs) and stating, save archery for the range. So what I like about this is that the cops were like, this guy did a fucked up thing. Let's go viral. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I just like the fact that he was like. He was like this hashtag it, illegal hunter. It, it gave me a look. I took it personal, but it's fine because it left my property and pulled it out, removed the arrow from its own body. Do you think that's true? Because the police didn't confirm it. No, and it says after. There's no like, way that a squirrel. Who knows pulls if an, that's even true? Right. But we're gonna have to take the word of this crazy guy who goes around fucking with squirrels, so we can. Like, Here's a question: them. Do you think that this guy would have been arrested if he did this in Texas? Uh, no, he would have been standing his ground. Yeah, and he probably would have got a medal. Right. It was it's it's it, it was in his town. So when he saw the squirrel, like, the squirrel gave me a look, and, yes. and like the people of the community would be like, "Yeah, fuck squirrels." They would rally around him. <laughs> uh, so this is a visual one for those of you, which is always great. Following along on the uh, the video stream, uh, the headline is: Check out this hilariously inappropriate viral photo that caused major Facebook outrage. So a guy 
uh, posted a picture of himself and his lady on, it looks like a boat or something. It's a boat. And they're just sitting there, but if you look really quickly, it looks like the guy has his legs spread and is just hanging brain. Hanging, hanging tongue. <laughs> 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 and apparently he posted on Facebook and everyone got mad at him. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at this picture for more than two seconds, you'll realize that this dude does not have his dong out uh, on a boat and posting that picture on Facebook. Well, the issue is I didn't even see it like that at all because when I pulled, when I clicked on the link, uh, the picture was half cut off. Right. So all I could see was a guy smiling, clearly sitting next to somebody who has their legs on him. So then when I scrolled down... I was like, ah, okay, so theoretically that his hand could be a, a penis. But uh, I like the idea. He does have his, he does have his finger held right. like, like a penis. Yes. And his finger kind of looks like a dick in that picture. Well, that's because uh, it's his finger. Yeah, but like, it, looks like, it looks like there's like a head of his finger. Oh, yeah. His, yeah, yeah like, right? the, it looks, the wrinkles of like, right. his knuckle are yeah. very... It looks like the head veiny. of a dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And... Yeah, he doesn't have, like, long nails. No. <laughs> it looks like this might be his dick. You know, the more that we do study this picture that, again, if you said if you'd look at it for two seconds, you know it's not a dick. The more I look at it, I'm kind of convinced so this th- actually is a dick. <laughs> right, so this, this guy's finger looks like he got his dick cut off, or he looks like he got his finger cut off, and then they reattached his dick to his finger. Yeah. So, like, I don't blame the people who thought that they saw a dick here. So uh, someone shared this with... All caps. Stuff like this makes me fucking sick. This is Facebook. Uh, first of all, before we go any further, what the fuck does that mean? This is <laughs> right. Facebook. Facebook is an open range. Right. Do you know what Facebook started as? It was just supposed to be like college kids being like, oh, we're college kids. We can we can do what we want. I guarantee that it doesn't say who posted this or it doesn't show like their picture or anything. Mm. The guy that shared this or the woman that shared this. Voted for but Trump I, like crazy. Oh, yeah. Voted I, the fuck out of, for yeah. Trump. Yeah. And I bet they post worse stuff than this on Facebook. Oh, well, about snowflakes and stuff. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so stuff like this makes me fucking sick. This is Facebook. Kids are on here. Uh, way to be friends with kids on Facebook. Parents are on here. The law is on here. Show some respect. Back to Capslock, you classless pile of horse turds. I already reported this photo and told my neighborhood to report <laughs> you as well. Jesus, this type of post is not allowed. This guy, are you a snitch if you brag about being a snitch right after? No, that's a, a proud snitch. Isn't really a snitch. I yeah. think a, a, the true definition of a snitch is somebody who like portrays themselves as not a snitch, but right. it goes behind people's backs. Right. Um, but I like the move of just telling your entire neighborhood something. That's something that doesn't happen in 2017. Uh, a lot of those people, I know that uh, Facebook is just for kids. Uh, <laughs> a lot of those people that you told probably aren't on Facebook. Probably like, not. There are elderly people in every neighborhood. That guy went like door to door and was like, hey, I'm sorry to bug you. No, he definitely didn't go door to door. He just went on his front lawn and screamed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lawns, I have a lawn take. Uh, do you think that country musicians have particularly well-kept lawns uh like the the really rich ones like yeah. the mainstream ones yeah probably because they pay somebody so that's the thing all they all their songs they're talking about how they're hanging out on their tractor oh mowing they, their dude, lawns no i don't think that that's like a stereotype you think, though that you, like you go by and you see like a re, like you're in nashville you see like a really nice pristine lawn and you're like i bet fucking like luke bryan lives here or something 
You really think that Luke Bryan does yard work? I don't think Luke Bryan does anything. <laughs> right? We've yet to find out what Luke Bryan does. Me and Katie Nolan went uh, back and forth on some sweet Luke Bryan uh, burns this weekend. Just riffing on Luke oh, Bryan? Yeah. <laughs> nice. There's a, there's a lot of riffing opportunity with Luke Bryan. Um, he's like... He, uh, he took a picture at the Predators game recently. Okay. Uh, not a good look for him. It just came off as... I mean, like, we in Brunches America are completely down with the gay people. Yeah. And doing whatever you want as a guy. But this guy... In fact, we're not down with the straight people. <laughs> right. Uh, Luke Bryan went pretty pretty heavy on things that I'm not cool with. He really? He like, really mucked it up with the duck face. And did oh. like and did like like weird peace sign like finger gun things. Okay, and I was like, Ugh, that is weird. So I mean, you can do that definitely if that's kind of your truth. You know, we don't know what Luke Bryan's truth is. We don't know like what Luke Bryan suppo- like what vibe he's supposed to be giving off. All I know is everything I've seen him do. In every walk, he's come off as super fucking phony and weird and uncomfortable. For example, at the Super Bowl, when he was asked, like, second question of his press conference, are you going to be thinking about the troops when you see the national anthem? <laughs> God. Best moment of my life. <laughs> anybody anybody who, uh, who just does a duck face can get the fuck out of my face. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I've not put much thought into the duck face. I don't care for it. I'm not... If you do it ironically, sure, but, like, meh. Luke Bryan wasn't doing it ironically. Fuck that guy. Yeah. What was was he wearing a jersey? Yeah. He was wearing it and he was with another country musician. I forget who it was, but probably a better country musician. Probably. Uh and that guy had the sleeves of his jersey rolled up all the way. Ugh. Yeah, really weird move if hockey you're wearing move. a hockey jersey. Um speaking of country music, did you listen to Chris Stapleton's new album? I haven't. Wait, which one? Uh, Do you just release a new one? Yeah, on Friday. Oh no, I haven't listened to it it's, yet. It's really, really good. Chris Stapleton's fucking awesome. Yeah, shocker. Um, it doesn't really rock. That's kind of I, I. I like my my Stapleton to be rocking. Is it like? Is it sad? There's one song that will fucking break your heart. All right, it's I'm, called I'm Either Way. Marty into it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put it on the playlist on Friday. It is a fucking. It's basically like about a couple that's not doing great. And it's like us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the chorus are, is like, baby, you can go or you can stay, but I won't love you either way. Oh, it's, yeah, wow. It, and it's right. not like a mean song. It's just like yeah. a this like, it's like this, it, this is my truth. Yeah, exactly. This That's Chris Stapleton speaking his truth. Uh, quick shout out to some guy who follows me on Twitter. There are like, I would say that I have like three people who relentlessly everything I tweet, they have something to fucking say back. Yeah. And it's usually about how I'm an asshole or how I'm a fraud. Okay. Um, also, when people call me an asshole on Twitter, I'm like, ah, you, if only you, like, I, I am an asshole, but you're like, you're getting it wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, just, right. I mean, like, when somebody misses the point of something yeah. and calls you an asshole, yeah. it's like, you're not wrong, right, but exactly. you're wrong for for misinterpreting, it's this. like uh, if this were a test, you won't. You didn't get it right because but you, you got the correct answer. But when right. you showed your work, you didn't show it your was work. All yes. Fucking all over the place. That's not right. it at all. Um, so I tweeted. Uh, so yeah, I've got these three guys. One always responds and says that he doesn't like the way my ears look. Oh, that, that dude loves like loves harping on your ears. That guy, like every, and I, I looked at his tweets. Like most of his tweets are about my ears. Um, kind of weird. And as a very, very vain person, 
I've never even thought about my ears. You, you like oh, a little bigger than normal, I think, but like not not like obnoxious. Yeah, but you There's know not... what's you know what's near my ears? Your nose. My nose. So that should take Why away the, the attention. Why the fuck are you looking at my, <laughs> right? my ears? That you're definitely not in like the uh, the guy who's the guy in the NFL Network with just like that Dumbo oh, no, that ears. That guy, that guy's like fucking Mr. Potato Head ears. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, you're not that guy. So like. No, unless you're that guy, nobody should be talking about your ears. And also, so if I have and Manny Machado, he has fucked up ears, right? So like, as facial features go, if my ears are a little too big, whatever. Uh, my nose is way too big, but you can argue that my nose, it, that like a big nose, is like a cool. It's like having like a beauty mark or something. Yeah. And then I've got my. There fucking, are people that are into big noses. Yeah. And then this fucking Adam's apple, <laughs> fucking home run. So. Uh, so that's one of the guys. Another one of the guys I actually muted tonight. Every time I tweet about sports, uh, or if I tweet about sports and he doesn't like the take, he responds, you're a fraud. Oh, it's Ryan Massey? That guy, yeah. yeah. And he, so I actually had some people sign to my DMs tonight after I, so I quote tweeted something this guy said and kind of pointed out that he was being dumb because he said that I was, he basically called me a sellout. And he's like, ah, you're just doing whatever whatever pays the bills. And I was like, dude, I... You do this. Right, so yeah. That's not true. So, yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, A, I chose to be a sports writer. Like... You're not you're not you're not digging for the gold there. <laughs> exactly. And B, uh, we do a podcast for free. Yes. So anyway, so I, I And we don't charge people for it. <laughs> right. So I uh, I tweeted that out and a bunch of people like slid into my DMs and were like, dude. That guy used to compliment everything that I did, and then once I started saying things that uh, he disagreed with, he would start saying, you're a fraud, you're a fraud, you're a fraud. So, uh, so I muted that guy. But Well, not to brag, but he likes me. So. Right, so, so that's, so that's <laughs> so coming So it's, it's coming, you. yeah. yeah. Um, the third guy, I tweeted that the new Chris Stapleton album is good. This guy, who always has his panties in a bunch for some reason with me, <laughs> responded... Uh, Earlier in his career, he did some great bluegrass stuff, but you wouldn't know about that. So, uh, huge congrats to that guy, <laughs> because he knows that wildly popular musician Chris Stapleton... Nobody could ever go back in time and look at the stuff that he used to do. Yes. So, he, that guy knows that Chris Stapleton has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> uh, did you know that Chris Stapleton also wrote for some very popular country singers? I did. Because I also looked at his Wikipedia page. Nice. Suck my dick, guy. <laughs> uh, third, it's money and people are pissed. Uh, Montreal parents livid after daughter forced to scrub her own pee. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a Monday. Yeah. Uh, the parents of a Montreal pre-kindergarten student want the Commission Scolaire de Montreal to act after their four-year-old daughter was forced to clean up her own urine following an incident on the playground last week. Uh, so-and-so says a daycare supervisor gave her daughter a brush and a bucket of soap water and had her scrub the spot on all fours before bringing her inside to change her during the lunch hour on April 25th. There are some quotes in here. Uh, How old is she again? Four years old. Four. I have a lot of anger because I don't understand how someone who works with children... And I'm an educator myself, can tell me it's educational. For me, someone who works with kids, it's not the right approach. We simply don't act this way in 2017. Uh, the father said, quote, she's only four. Uh, the most wild thing about this entire story is that a place that 
professionally gets a bunch of little kids together didn't think of what to do in the case <laughs> that somebody pisses where they're not supposed to. Yeah, that's a good point. With every little kid that, and this is pre-kindergarten. But maybe they did, maybe they did think of, maybe that was just the and, like, thing. that was the choice. Maybe that was the choice that they made. <laughs> they're like, all right, big meeting. Uh, so we're increasing the chances someone's going to piss where they're not supposed to by choosing to have little people around here and go outside where they're not bathrooms yes uh we're gonna yeah we're gonna confuse these kids as much as possible what happens when they piss have them fucking but but here's the question where's the cutoff age for having to clean up your own piss way higher than four no it's not way higher like uh you go into you can go into kindergarten. Well, six or seven, you're an asshole, and like people are going to make fun of you. Uh, yeah, but the you... higher you get, the more of a power move it is. <laughs> Fair like enough. I had a friend in college. That guy just fucking pissed everywhere. He would he would he'd like piss piss everything. Okay, he pissed the floor. I don't think it's way higher than four though. Like pissed his phone. I I think that you're th- <laughs> what? Yeah, he pissed his phone one time. Just like on purpose. Uh, passed out, phone in his pocket, oh, pissed yikes. his pants. Yikes. <laughs> that guy sounds like a good time. Um, Hilarious. <laughs> I don't think that it's way higher than four. Five is is uh, kindergarten. If you're pissing your pants in kindergarten, or like not even pissing your pants, but like pissing outside on things, that's not okay. I mean, I... Have you... Did you ever pee on anything in kindergarten? In... Wait, pissing outside on things is all I do. Yeah, but this was outside, right? Yeah. So um, she peed on something. But she peed her. I think she sat down on something and peed. Okay. So I think that she can. I think that she can plead that she thinks that every time she sits down, she gets to pee because she's been taught to like you go sit in the toilet and pee. So what do you do? Yeah, I go sit and I pee. Unless this and girl is like, like, didn't take. Out unless the... this girl is like special needs, I'm not totally against the idea of making her clean it up. Well, they would have buried the lead. Yeah, here no because shit. The headline would be awful monster place. <laughs> yes. like make special needs special needs yeah. kids and calls it educational. I'm not. I'm not totally against this place doing what they did. Four years old, if they're potty trained and they piss somewhere that they're not supposed to piss. It's not the worst thing in the world to fucking make them clean it up. I think that the cutoff is higher. I think that I think that it is six. I think that if if you are going to say, all right, here's the deal. You give us money, we'll take uh, your very, very young people that you own, and we're going to have them hang around with us all day. The deal is the parents are paying that place. But who says they're paying to, for this? To clean up the piss. But because who's... if those kids are at home... They're pissing where they're not supposed to piss, and the parents have to clean it up. Who says they're paying for that, though? Like, it's a school. That could be a public school. Yeah, that's true. And the person that cleaned this up... The guarant- name of the fucking school is in French, so I don't know if that means what, <laughs> the, what it means. And I guarantee the person that had to clean French up... listeners, if you could tell me what the fuck a Scolaire de Montreal is... The person that cleaned up this piss didn't go to co- college or school... To learn how to clean up piss. Oh well, God! How the, many social workers and everything? Like all the a lot of people who have to clean up piss. Well, that's like a, cleaning that's, up piss. Being a teacher, cleaning up piss is not part of a teacher's job. I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, but that's not like an occupational thing. I don't think. Do you ever work at a grocery store? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, I got to clean stuff up. If someone breaks something, you have to clean it up. I'm. I, yeah, that's part of the job. 
No, but like my job was to put things on shelves and to block, which, by the way, shouts to anyone who worked at a grocery store. Uh, cool thing about blocking, here's a little trick. You know what blocking is? Is that where you like section off things? No, you pull everything to the front of... So if, if there's an aisle and there's a bunch of shit on the aisles, you know how if you take... Uh, say it's like Jell-O. You take the, like four things of Jell-O. Now in front of the instead of the jello being right in the front of its spot, there's like four spaces and then there's the jello. You know what I'm saying? No. All right. So if you go to a shelf and it is perfectly stocked, completely yes. full, everything is filled right to the edge of the shelf. Yes. If you take two things away from it, yeah. it's not it's no longer right at the edge of the shelf anymore. Right. So blocking is when you go around and you pull everything right oh, up front to okay, the front of that. Okay, okay. So um, a lot of times they'll tell you, uh, "Hey, go around and block." Okay. So you say yes, and then you just walk around and don't, don't block. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Classic move I used to pull back in the day. Just walk around, and then if they're like, if they check an aisle. They're like, hey, he was supposed to block. They're prob- They're like, you know what? There's a lot of aisles. He probably just blocked some other ones. And nope. No. Turns out you didn't do those ones either. No, no. There was like two days a year that you actually had to block because they would have people come in and they would like, uh, it wasn't inventory, but it was something like that. And it was important. So just you do it those two days. And then every other time they say block, you just absolutely you, not. You give them the wank. Right. The wank. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's Monday and people are pissed. Uh, Check out what happened to me yesterday. Uh, I found out that one of my friends, uh, his uh, <laughs> his uh, clock is fast. Oh, how did you find that out? Uh, <laughs> he took out his phone. It was on his phone. That is crazy. Something thing fucked I've seen up in my life. Your phone is like the most trustworthy tr- trustworthy thing in the world when it comes to time. Yeah, someone asked what time it was and we both pulled out our phones and I saw him take out his phone first and I had already seen like I I knew what time it was and it was like 6:51 and his phone big letters said 7 o'clock and I just started laughing like wow. so hard but like I didn't even acknowledge it with him. Did he know? And he was just like Oh yeah, man my my oh, okay. my phone is fast. I don't know how to fix it. Yikes! That sucks. That's the funniest. I I couldn't stop laughing. How does anybody in 2017 a have anything that's fast, let alone <laughs> their phone? The the phone, like I said, the phone is like the most trustworthy thing in the world. That that thing goes ahead and behind on daylight savings time without you telling right. it. Yes, that would be actually kind of a fun move. Uh, ask to borrow someone's phone. Just be like, hey. Uh, can I use your phone for a call? Not that that's that doesn't acceptable. Happen. That right. doesn't happen anymore either. Um, and then just make their phone a little fast. I don't even know how to change the phone, the time on an iPhone. Like, you don't problem. have to. So, so somehow his phone got fast and he doesn't know how to fix it. So now he just lives with Is his, it an iPhone? Uh yeah, no, it's a, it's like a Samsung thing. Oh, so, well, I mean, that's... He, that's he's getting that, what he deserves. Yeah, exactly. You reap yeah. what you sow. Yeah, uh, but that, that was a really funny thing. It's the only, uh, it's the only note I wrote down this weekend. <laughs> Sometimes when funny things happen, I just, I have a notepad where I just write things down. It's usually where I put whatever, like, movie we're watching, throw my notes in there. Uh, so you, like, do you physically write this down? In my phone? Oh, 
Okay. No, no, I like a notes in my phone. Okay. So I, was, I just wrote I was, down. Uh, you, well, you said you like bring a note. You have a notepad that you oh, write things down in. I so. mean, like a note. Okay. Uh, file. I was just. I just wanted to clarify that. I so, thought it would have been hilarious if you just carried around a notepad to keep track of fun things that happened to you. That actually would be a thing that I think you would do. Yeah. That'd I'm be, a huge note. Yeah. I'm you're a huge, like, like a, physical you're, note taker. You know what Pete loves to do, uh, folks, is. Pete jots. I do. You're like, and you're good at jotting too. You've got great penmanship. Yeah. It's uh, kind of upsetting. Not to brag. Yeah. So my note is someone's clock being, quote, fast in 2017. Friend's phone, fast. <laughs> quote, I don't know how to fix it. So the story that you just told. That was at 6.54 p.m. Uh, so well You went done. to a wedding. Were you wasted when this happened? Yes. Yeah, so I was okay. like, yeah. I, uh, I had a lot of vodka pines. Vodka pine? Oh, vodka pineapple. Yeah, nice. Do you know about Do you know about my relationship with vodka pines? Uh, it's come up. I don't know where or when. I don't know if if it was with you, but like I heard vodka pineapple is the real deal. Just yeah. What? So this friend, same one who's got the crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy phone sitch, cr- crazy time situation. He's he doesn't know what time it is right now. Uh, one time he was going on vacation and he was like, "I'm really excited, going to a tropical place, gonna hang out on the beach, probably drink some pineapple juice with vodka in it." And I was like, huh, like, like freshman in college. And he was like, right, yeah. And then, like, next time we saw each other, we were like, hey, do you want to just start actually drinking this as adults in our late 20s? And it's a blast. Had, like, ten of those. Had a million scotch sodas. Put down a, what's the, the put down a. Put down a six pack? Put down a six pack. Just, you name it. Desserts, everything. You're uh, drinking now. What do you got? Uh, I'm drinking a UFO, blood orange, and uh, bergamot. How is it? Uh, it's very good. Is it? Yes, it's very delicious. I've you're had drinking, one of those. You're drinking a uh, Bobby Marg. That is a that is a homemade Bobby Bobby Marg right there. Sure, that's the drink that is named after Brunch's own TSN yes. Bobby Margarita of Brunch. And you know, the one thing that uh, that Bobby Margs is good at besides reporting hockey news uh, is ta- everything. Is that and talking about his, his one appearance on brunch. Yeah, he's he loves milked that he hard. Loves he's getting a lot of mileage out of being on brunch. There are a lot of people that come on the show and never acknowledge it again. Most people who come on the show right. never acknowledge the fact that they have appeared on the show. Bobby Margs is, is very proud of it. Uh, you, so guys, casually uh, tweet um, tweet something like listening to old brunch episodes uh Bobby Marg is like, hilarious. Got, gotta say the gotta say like at Hillman grad, that's Lena Waith, was my favorite guest. I think that we need to remind Lena of how much fun we had because we should try to get her back on. Season two of Master of None this week. So like Lena casually still exists in the brunch world. Uh she she liked one of my tweets about Heim recently. Ooh, yeah. So if Lena listens to Heim, then she was She doesn't follow person. me. I don't think. So that's that's one you got up on me. That's because I stole your awesome joke. Oh, that's right, you fucker. That was a you stole my pleasing woman joke. That was like a that was a but it was brunch is America. It was like that that joke was from brunch. It that and it worked in the situation. Like yeah, because it wasn't like you stole it and didn't deliver on it. It was it was appropriate at the time. Yeah, it was like it's it's got to happen right. now and. Uh, it's oh fuck! I want to make a Mad Men reference that you uh, you wouldn't get because you didn't watch Mad Men. Sorry. Have I f- have I floated the idea of what I want to do Mad Men wise that we can't do? Uh, ranking ranking the side pieces in Mad Men. 
would be an unbelievable fucking episode of brunch. Yeah, I have to fucking watch it then. You should watch it just for that reason. Okay, I it's might. a it's a once hockey's over, yeah, we'll do it this summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'll, I mean, like I've week. I've been getting into the habit of working in homemade margs to my life. Really? Yeah. Cool. It's it's super easy. And the reason I say that's cool is because. Uh, you, that you've gotten into the habit of drinking by yourself. That's not that's and, not a new habit. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted yeah, to make sure. Like, it's not a new habit. Yeah. But usually it's just like I'll have a a beer or I'll have like a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. So to mix in like a, a homemade marg, that's like a, let's make this a fucking party. Yeah. Party of one. I, uh, that's <laughs> only the best kind, kind of party, party I go to. <laughs> um, I, for New Year's, I decided i was gonna be drinking old fashions so i bought some sugar cubes okay. sugar cubes are hard to find so really yeah so they now don't do that, that in like supermarkets anymore it's crazy so they, like they've got they've been discoed that's a uh that's a uh supermarket term discontinued yes sorry for sorry for racing at the speed of light there but that's just <laughs> kind of that's that's where the supermarket brain is uh but yeah they've been discoed at uh a lot of supermarkets you can't get it in a market basket can't get it at Shaw's anywhere. So I had to get these like imported sugar cubes that aren't even like cubes. They're like almost like balls, but they're like nice balls. They're like very fancy. It comes in like this nice package. It was honestly like nine bucks for fucking sugar cubes, but I got them. But so because I have those, I make old fashions a lot. And that's a fun little thing. See, I, I, I haven't like fully gotten into old fashions. I don't think it's because I. I think it's because I don't do it enough. You would. You would love them. So like if 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 I knew how to make them or uh, like I hung out with somebody who made them. Yeah. I would get into it real fast. Do you remember the night uh, <laughs> that we went to uh, we went to churches? I had gone to a baseball game during the day. Yes. Uh, and then you met us at, at the bar at Yard House. Yes ever heard of it we have uh after and there was like some drink that was it was kind of like an old-fashioned but with more stuff in it yeah and uh we just drank a million of those that night that's the moral of that that story but oh me i did that you got something else and i was drinking that thing and i think that you saw that it got me like fucked up as (laughs) as all get out so we went back after okay and you like that explains why like a lot of those that explains what what happened later that night. it was like a classic we got fucked up yeah it was, that that was, was when the Lollapalooza came together because I was fucked up. <laughs> oh my god, that was a yeah. We were all fucked up and we were just like, "Come to Lollapalooza!" And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because Brian was there and we were like, "Oh, we're so excited! We just decided we're going to Lollapalooza." And it was such an awkward. It was like it wasn't awkward. I think we were trying to say like, "This isn't awkward." Let's just like yeah. let's be in this moment because you were like, "Oh man, I'd love I'd love to do something like that." Yeah, it's like, uh, "Are it's you like, saying you'd love to do something like that?" Because if you'd love to do that, then you can do that, man. Like of the, there are a million of these conversations that happen all the time. Oh where yeah, it's like people are wasted. And they're like, all right, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come do this. Yeah. You're gonna do you're this. Doing like, it. Yeah, I'm, don't let I'm it coming, know, man. Yeah. Uh, t- tomorrow, don't forget about yeah. this. Don't forget about this. We're gonna do it. Yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'll text you tomorrow for sure. And ninety nine percent of the time, never happens. Yeah, I went to all blues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, even even like when we were there, I was like, it's kind of amazing that I'm here. Yeah. We were just like, I'm I'm just going to come. I was actually thinking about Lollapalooza today because I was listening to Haim, actually. 
That's a shocker. Checking them out. Uh, <laughs> Ever heard of them? Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't wait until I see Heim live again. The anticipate, like the, I just remember waiting for them to come out. Lollapalooza, big music festival. It's a lot of zipping around. You're going stage to stage. You got people to see. You want to see all these things. You want to grab some beers. You want to dump a piss. You got to do all these things. Yeah, you're never not moving. Yes. And Heim. Except when you're sitting on the lawn eating chicken and waffles. Yeah. Because you're a little drunk. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mother's Day is coming up. So for this week, we watched Bad Moms. We did. Yeah. What did you, uh, first of all, what did you think of it? Uh, Just get right to it. For sure, not a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. <laughs> way uh, no, so I was gonna say way better than I thought it was. Gonna okay, be. yeah, exactly. I heard from all but one person that it was unwatchable. Really? And my friend Pat, who I trust with my life, loved it. Okay, so I was very intrigued. So I would definitely not say this was unwatchable at right. all. Like it's this like was a, a very bad easy, movie. I this think. is a very easily. Easily watchable, easily likable movie mm. that like you. It, but would you agree it's a bad like so? Well, you don't go into bad um, movie. you don't go into a movie called Bad Moms expecting it to be like a fucking great movie. I went into a movie called Dirty Grandpa thinking it was going to be a great movie. So <laughs> uh, you're being sexist right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a reach. Uh, no, I I mean like and ageist against young people. Fuck off! <laughs> I like I just I just knew that it wasn't going to be a fantastic movie. Yeah, it it was a lot better than I expected, and I was happy with it. The we'll get into it. A uh, small little thing: cast was misplaced a bit. Uh, so there's three quote unquote bad moms, and then there's their rival. The rival is played by Christina Applegate. Uh, I needed Applegate to be one of the bad moms. I would have I would have preferred that. I like Applegate. You know who I might have would have switched is uh her with Kristen Bell. Yes, yes. Kristen Bell like can really pull off the uh like the, I'm the a asshole, bitch. Yeah. I'm a bitch like don't fuck with me. I'm I'm like a rich snooty mom. She that's what she does in uh what's it called? Uh did you watch Party Down? No. Party Down was okay. But that's not to say that Christina Applegate couldn't do it either because she did a pretty good job. Yeah, but there was just like nothing uh super super like funny about all like their interactions with her, you know? Yeah. Um so my biggest takeaway from this movie is that it makes you not want to be a mom because she didn't even do anything wrong. She like was not a bad mom and she didn't do a single bad her. mom thing. They just shame her for being and by they, just like the way she's portrayed, the way her kids react to her, make it seem like she's the worst person. So in a nutshell, this movie is about mother with uh, two kids. She has a job. She has a husband. Uh, she leaves her husband, or she no, kicks hus- him out. Yeah. The yeah. husband uh, got caught cheating, jerking off with the webcam woman. Yes. Uh, so they're separated, and she decides to cut loose for a little bit. And uh, she... By cut loose for a little bit and by piss off all the people around her, I mean she she goes to the she job. Goes out, that, she like, goes to her part time job the appropriate amount of times a week instead of too much. Instead of too much, yes. She goes out drinking like two nights. Uh, she hooks up with a guy while separated from her husband. 
kind of all totally like, everything not is, outrageous right. things and there's this scene with her daughter where her daughter is like, like you are fucking... such a fuck up <laughs> yeah. it's like, your daughter's like you're fucking my friend's dad and like yeah we're both single oh yeah that's yeah <laughs> that's right she's like you're f- yeah like whatever the kid's name is and uh so she, yeah she's fucking this little girl's dad and this little girl has such a little girl and in the this class girl, name and this, this this little girl her dad's a widower yeah. So it's not even like he's married. Who's also like an actor or something? I don't know what the deal is. He's there, like but... a, a hot guy that they're all saying is hot. I think they go to the movies and he's in the movie. Is that or is that a different guy? I don't know. Am I being racist against Latin people? Both these people are Latin. Maybe maybe I just missed that scene. Yeah. Um, so that's that. It's called Bad Moms, and it's about moms who aren't that bad kind of behave well like there's one people. bad mom it's the it's the girl from um oh what's step, her face stepbrother yeah who is playing the exact same character in that movie that she was in stepbrothers uh she's also in parks and rec she's awesome i forget her name what's her name it's uh she's just like one of she's like one of those oh that girl yeah um yeah she's like on like a judy greer kind of level yeah uh sneaky thing about judy greer people don't know this uh judy greer rules you know Judy Greer? Nope. You know who that is? Just the, that girl. Catherine Hahn. I knew that's what her Catherine name Catherine Hahn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do a quick look of Judy Greer. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, that person. You're going to say she's on the exact how same do you, kind of uh, How do you say, I mean, how do you spell her last name? G-R-R-G-R-E-E-R. G-R-E-E-R. Judy Greer is only 41. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Okay. She's great. Judy Greer has never been bad in anything. Nope. I feel like she's one of the the great that girl actresses of all time. Uh, you know who else is in this movie? The doctor from New Girl. Yes. Oh, he fuck is. that guy. That guy can't figure out whether he's supposed to be hot or not. He's definitely not hot. Yeah, he's just like a. But I I feel like he's the there. I don't know if this is still a thing, but there used to be a thing that was always perpetuated in uh, like TV shows and movies of like. Girls want a fixer-upper. He's like that guy. Yeah, he's but like he's the, never the guy that people are attracted to because he's, he's never skinny t- but still has a gut somehow, <laughs> and like his hair's all over the place. I don't know if it's because he sucks and like Jerking nobody likes him, but he's never taken a likable role ever. No, he. Uh, well, he's typically, or at least in in New Girl, he's the, the guy who's dating the person you want to be dating somebody else. I feel like he plays that well. That that's what he plays in Bad Moms. He's the husband. Yeah, but he doesn't even of, play a likable person. Like at least in New Girl, he's like he's not he's not like a bad dude. Mm. He's just like he's there and he's kind of like uh delaying a plot advancement that you want to happen. Yeah. He's not necessarily like an awful dude in New Girl. Mm. He's just like, yeah, just get out of the picture, man. Just just get out. This in this movie, he fucking sucks. Uh, you know what this movie does is it does a 27 Dresses move, which What's I don't that? like. Are you, do, You've seen 27 Dresses, right? I don't recall. Oh, I've... Get in there. Pro- I probably have. It's the one with Jennifer Garner, right? No. Okay, cool. Catherine then I did, Heigl. Then I haven't seen it. <laughs> Why oh, the fuck it, would I tell you to watch a movie with Jennifer Garner? Uh, I think it was 13 going on 30. Yeah. That's uh, close enough. Why would you... know? Oh, <laughs> it has, num- so, has numbers in it. Jennifer Garner takes a lot of... <laughs> Like hateable roles. Do you think that? Do you, do you, do you, I don't. I don't have strong feelings on Jennifer Garner either way. I think that Jennifer Garner. She's a great Capital One. I think that Jennifer Garner is beautiful. Uh, I like her. I think that she's got a very attractive voice. 
uh, I hate every character she's ever played. Okay. She always plays like an asshole or someone who's getting in the way of shit. Yeah, but I mean, it, but you could easily mistake her for Hillary Swank, and then you could be like, "Oh, I like the stuff that she's been in." <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little nice. Yeah, you've it's a great spin like, zone. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Garner, I loved her in Million Dollar Baby. Uh, speaking of spin zone, uh, shouts to the guy who tweeted that we compare ourselves to Pardon My Take yeah. and gave us both fucking heart attacks. So we were like, do people guy. think that we say that we're like Pardon My Take? So that guy apparently was listening to an old episode, and so like I can't. I don't know, uh, but I guarantee we didn't compare ourselves. I know ourselves that to- I've said a lot of times on the podcast that I can't listen to Pardon, that I've like stopped listening to it, and I recently started listening again, but that it's bad for me to listen to it because it's we end it's up doing so similar good things. that it makes me want to sub like it could subconsciously make this a part of my take tribute episode. Yeah. you know, like us yeah. trying to kind of follow what they do. Which is stupid because <laughs> nobody's as good as them. Right. So um, fuck that guy because we've never tried to consciously to compare ourselves. To although, as I tweeted after, uh, I'll never apologize for comparing us to Kathy Lee and Hope. Oh, absolutely not. We're better than them. That's <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, so anyway, twenty seven dresses is Catherine Heigl, beautiful Catherine Heigl, and she just can't seem to find. Uh, anyone to spend time with. And it's like, fuck, man. That's wait, Catherine Heigl. Wait, so who's the one that everybody hates? Uh, Out of that... that Remember the, the, the trio that I had that that people criticized me for? Catherine Heigl, Charlize Theron. Who's the one that everybody hates? Uh, there's not a great perception of Catherine Heigl. Oh, really? Is that, the, is that the one that she can't get a job? I don't know if she can't get a job. Um, but Catherine Heigl, I know, like had a bad experience on knocked. Is she knocked, knocked up? up? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's she's the one that like she's been like shunned from Hollywood. Right. So uh, well, she's in that new movie that looks terrible, the one where uh, she divorces her husband and then her husband uh, finds love with somebody else and she tries to kill the person. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Very <laughs> tales old as time. Um, <laughs> she also sells cat litter now. Or cat really? food, yeah. All right, so anyway, so Catherine Heigl is gorgeous. And in 27 Dresses, they're like, ah, what's poor old frumpy Catherine Heigl gonna do? And it's like, whatever the fuck she wants, because she's gorgeous, and this character seems like a nice person. So uh, so to 27 Dresses somebody is to act like oh, okay. this person isn't being played by a fucking goddess. That happens they all the time, this, too. They do this in this movie big time, where uh, Mila Kunis is the main character. She's separated from her husband, and her and her friends are figuring out how she's gonna get laid. <laughs> and they decide halfway through this movie, uh, oh, also we're gonna make this character kind of frumpy and not well put together. So, they're do- so there's this scene where uh, they're... Like, oh, show us your bra. And, like, it's not a hot bra. And then they're like, what are you going to wear? What kind of, like, what clothes do you have for us to to get you out there and get you laid? It's like the shit that she was wearing in, like, 
the first ten scenes of the movie <laughs> right. when she was just fucking dressed like you a normal person. Could literally a throw penis. a trash bag on this woman and send her to a bar, and she would get laid in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, they do that, but they don't realize they're doing that until like ten scenes into the movie. Because the opening scene of the movie, she's like dressed like a hot normal right. like person. So this isn't like a uh, she's all she's all that. Yeah, it's not like a she's all that situation where she, they like intentionally made her look bad in the first half of the movie. Right. No, she looked good through the entire first half of the movie, and then like, oh, well, now are we gonna get you laid? Do you know what the modern day she's all that is? Mm. Taylor Swift, you belong with me. Okay, that's she makes yeah. herself really, really ugly oh, yeah. the whole video, and she's trying to reach out to all the nerdy kids out there who, if you if you're in the bleachers watching the cheer captain. Uh, just don't worry. All you gotta do is, uh, at the end down. of the video, stop being so fucking ugly and turn into <laughs> fucking smoking hot Taylor Swift and then you'll get the guy. So to all you kids, all you band geeks who think that, man, just oh, there's, there's all this unrequited love, all you gotta do is just let uh, that hair hope down. to God that you're actually Taylor Swift. <laughs> that is the meanest video I've ever seen in my life. It's such a fucked up Never message. Never thought about that, but good point. It's a total fucked up message. Uh... <laughs> And that's why someone, uh, I explained the hot tub effect to someone recently. And for some reason, I've had to explain the hot tub effect to people a lot recently. Okay. And uh, they were like, oh, so it's like the movie uh, She's All That. And I kind of resent that because... That is pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's because She's All That and those things promote a bad kind of thing. I guess, I guess, but I mean, like, still... Hot tub effect is when you choose to be ugly and then make yourself hot again. Yeah, but I mean, like in the in that situation too, like like for those people, like the nerdy band geeks or whatever, like like they could they could look better, I guess. A lot of the times, I don't know if they got like help. You uh, know, I don't know. Even if they're not like Taylor Swift or whatever, but yeah. like you could still like could could convince them to like, hey, maybe like stop wearing sweatshirts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, that's that's for anybody, right? Right. Like, yeah. If like a like lot try of, a little. It's like the conversation that we had last week. Try a little harder. Yeah. Uh, like most guys don't know what suit jacket they are. It's wild. They all they're always like one size too big. Guys don't know a lot of things. Yeah, that's not a big surprise. <laughs> guys are the fucking worst. Uh, this is the best season. Oh no, we should talk about JJ uh, Watt is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the cool thing about JJ Watt is the first scene they show him, you just know that there is not going to be a part in which. You say, ah, so that's why they put J.J. Watt in the movie. Definitely not. There's no redeeming part about no. him. He's just a... But he's not that bad. He's kind of funny uh, in, like, the two scenes that he's in. I don't think he's that funny. He's not that funny, but, like... Pretty good actor. Yeah. Well, he's he's kind of used to that from all the sideline True, being being years. a fucking robot. Yeah, he knows... Uh, <laughs> and all the sideline work. If there's one thing he knows, it's a fucking camera being on him. Uh, also, everyone's all pissed that... Uh, that Jake Cutler is going to be a football analyst now? That's best. I love it. How could anybody be upset over that? <laughs> the idea that you're going to have a play-by-play guy... Who doesn't do care about game, anything. ...and then sitting next to him, he's just going to have a fucking mopey little bitch. <laughs> That's so fucking <laughs> a funny. Mo- a mopey little bitch that just like doesn't care what anybody thinks of him. Right. Who's just like... Mm, yeah. That was, that Decent chance sucked. you won't be listening to the play-by-play or watching the game. He's just going to be really upset, and then they're like, oh, man, what a great pass. He's going to be, be he, like, ah. Oh. It was okay. 
He's going to say some pass. Like, he's going to say you know some what shit. They hired a fucking coach who wanted to trade for Matt Castle, and that ruined my career. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. I'm drunk. He is, yeah, he is going to have like the most like zero fucks yeah. in the booths. I, the booth, it's so wild I'm, I'm, that everyone's like, oh, wh- like, what are his credentials? What did he ever do to deserve this job? He uh, played quarterback in the NFL? Also, uh, like, this isn't to besmirch our field too much, but when it's like, what did Jay Cutler do to deserve to be a fucking sports media member? Uh, there's no fucking test that you have to pass. Right. Like, we certainly don't have any fucking licenses to do this shit. And second of all, Phil Sims did it for, like, what, 20, 25 years? Yeah. That guy was a fucking so madman by the end of it, so... Right. Yeah, I think that it'll be... Okay, uh... Actually, no matter what happens, even if he's a pissy bitch, that's what I expected, and I'll be really happy about it. And if he's, like, very personable and has charisma, I think that'll be so fucking funny. Yeah. Because it'll be like, so he took the fucking roundabout way to just be a generic fucking Syracuse grad. <laughs> and, inst- <laughs> and make millions of dollars in the process. Right. Yeah. I think it's a fucking great move. Uh, did you see Brandon Jacobs on, I think it was FS1, talking about, no, it was Sports Illustrated. Uh, he was doing some interview and they were like, so, uh, what do you think of Jay Cutler possibly going to the booth or whatever? And he was like, oh yeah, I just feel like that guy definitely doesn't like football. (laughs) And they were like, oh really? And he was like, oh yeah, I think it's pretty clear. His parents probably made him play when he was a kid and he was really good at it. And he figured I can get a scholarship and I could probably go to a really good school with really good program where I could play for a great coach, but I'll just go to Vanderbilt and play there for free and just they'll be really chill. And then he got made a first round pick. <laughs> and, and like, as he was saying, you're like, dude, you're so fucking mean. But I'm like, this, this all might not this be like wrong. adds up like remarkably. <laughs> um, so that's that's the Jay Cutler news. I think this is the best episode, uh, the best season of Silicon Valley. Yeah, I think it's it's trending that way. Um, I'm. Like the, there are a lot of promising things happening, and it's not just like Richard and his band of dudes, yeah. Which is, I think, that's the best thing that it has going for it. It's there's like a lot of storylines going on, and they're all very good and very interesting, and they all have like main role players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the show, and this is a spoiler alert, is finally moving to where I've wanted to move for a while. This is kind of the getting Jim and Pam, getting Nick and Jess together type thing. Uh, of getting Gavin and Richard together, finally. I've wanted that for fucking ever, and it's finally happening. You know what that's bad news for, though, is uh, it's bad news for our boy, Russ Hanneman. Maybe, because yeah. Because Russ Hanneman's the money in the in the equation, right? and but, Gavin Belson has money. Right, but Russ, Russ is tied into whatever Richard's doing anyway, so because he already gave him money for it. So now, if you have if you have an equation, I in was which, just about in, to say we're going to have Gavin, an interaction between Richard Gavin and yes. Russ. Is that would be amazing? Uh, because Russ would be so remarkably unimpressed with Gavin, which actually would be, is the right. They move. They would be mutually unimpressed. Yes, uh, Gavin's become such a good character, though. He's, he's such a fucking asshole. It's the best. Well, he's a dick, but he's always he's also like a small little boy. You know, yes, like he's yeah. just like this, like fragile you know who he is? bitch. Donald Trump. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I have this power. And also 
I am fucking also I'm gonna be the most out. fucking petty, yeah, insecure, immature yeah. little bitch. Uh, I would have liked the move uh, where Jack showed him that he was getting fired if anyone but Jack did. I know. Fuck that guy. Now, that was a cool little way that they tricked him, but because Jack did it, you're like, ah, well, that sucks. Fucking Jack. And now he's back into a position of power. Yeah. I, we thought that he was going to be fucking banished to the basement he's forever. A really dreadful character. And now he's the CEO of fucking Hooli, so. Also, uh, Monica and Richard. Casually grocery shopping is that's friends. a dating move. Uh, hey, that's what's a that? dating move. Uh, couple much, <laughs> right? So that was that was a, a that's takeaway. Like my that, biggest takeaway. That's from the a, episode. exactly that that right there, and also the fact that this is like the first time that we saw Monica like dressed down. Yeah, and I I was kind of into it. Oh, I think that she's really pretty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like that was a that was like a big it was a big moment to like really just like spring on somebody and not address it. Yeah, uh, yeah. How does that happen? And are we supposed to still be even thinking about that? I think. That did they, they hook ha- up? Did they kiss? Uh, did they kiss? They were definitely like towing the line of like hooking up. So right? there was a thing at the end of season one where, when Monica thinks that they're going to dump uh, Pied Piper, she says, "Well, like now that we're not working together, if you ever want to get a drink, like I'm allowed to hang out with you now." And that, so, so that kind of plants there. a seed of like, oh, so maybe th- that could I be. I think like it's in everybody's mind that like there's mutual interest there. So that had been so far out of my mind between those two because I think nothing had happened for so long there. And just like Richard doesn't care. Yeah. Like Richard, that's so far from Richard's mind. Even while they're like, even while they're grocery shopping, like there's no way, like we thought, the viewer thought of it. They right. were like, they were like, like, huh, oh. this is like a. This could be like a dating thing. Like this could be like a a step in the relationship. There's no way that he's thinking that because he's only got one thing on his mind. Yeah. uh, Also, shouts out to Monica for being a great big phony because when they're walking around uh, getting groceries, they go by the freezer and just like in conversation, in stride, she reaches in to the freezer and grabs a pound of ice cream and puts it in the grocery cart and keeps walking. Nobody does that. Uh, it takes like 61 minutes to pick out ice cream. Yes. It 100% does. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's such fucking bullshit. You stand in front of all the Ben and Jerry's ones, look this at them all. This for... isn't a loaf of bread here. This right. is you're picking ice cream out of right. a freezer. You're like choosing how you're it's, – it's like I think in movies when guys go to buy marijuana and they're like, we got the uh, the kush. We got yeah. like the like the mambo wambo. <laughs> we got all this crazy shit. Like you do that with ice cream. You go through everything. Uh, I go and through he, them all, and I always end up picking the same thing anyway. But but he, the thing about ice cream is that you have to weigh like the flavors. You have to weigh the brand. Yeah. You have to weigh like the prices, the deals, because there's always a deal on ice cream. Yeah. And so you got to kind of weigh like what you want to do. There. Do you want to get two? Do you want to get what size do you want to get? Yeah. It's it, that's a fucking process. So that's you a good know, call like, by cool you. Cool thing about me if there's like a uh, Ben and Jerry's like two for six dollars thing. I can't do that deal because if I so if I get a pint of ice cream, it's I will eat it automatically within two hours of not just not just bringing it home like within two hours of me reaching into the freezer to get it, the whole thing will be gone. And if I get two of them, same both deal. Gone? Okay. Same deal. Both gone. So can't have two things of ice Jesus. cream at the same time because I'm just gonna house them both. One time I. Did that accidentally, and it was great, but can't do it. Um, but yeah, you, uh, I look at the freezer for like a good three to 11 minutes. That's, that's fair. And then end up getting uh, the Tonight Dough. 
Okay. The Tonight Dough is... I don't think I've had that, but I know what it is. Jimmy Fallon one, right? It's awesome, yeah. Um, Have you been watching uh, Better Call Saul at all? Yes, Better Call Saul is occasionally very good as well. Yeah, I mean, it's never bad. The beginning of this this season made me think, you know what? I think I don't like this show. And... I've that liked it more take. as that season's <laughs> gone on because when they have Mike do clever shit, it's the fucking best. So much so that when they have Mike do not clever shit, it's still the best because you like Mike so yeah. much. Yeah. H- how do you feel about the reincorporation of Gus? Uh, great. And I didn't think I was going to like it. Really? I thought I was going to be uh, worried about it, judging all that shit uh, because they threw a perfect game with him the first time, mm-hmm. and you really want to fuck with that. But you got to trust Vince, man. Yeah, man, he's uh, the best. Uh, the scene where Mike sets up uh, uh, Salamanca's drivers. Fuck, dude, that was so, so good. good. I didn't understand it, and then like when it happened, I, there's nobody that can that can do that better than Vince Gilligan. I know, it's I like, know. Have a scene, and you'd be like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And then when it all comes together, you're like, ah. Same How did I with not the, fucking think uh, of that? the house in the last season, right? Yeah, or right. Season yeah. one with the, no, all the season, money? Season two, season two, where he's like setting up the booby trap in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking good. Um, and even him just like, I, I tweeted a couple no, weeks right. ago. No, right. Like, in season one with the fucking, the couple. The money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's okay, what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, so there's there's been one one of those in every season where it's like, like a great thing yeah of like what the hell is Mike Fuck. doing and I mean in Breaking Bad they did that quite a bit where um, the uh, the balloons with the the daughter right was that yeah 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 he brought the he had a bunch of balloons and he brought them to his granddaughter uh, and like two of them he was keeping for himself or whatever. And he used them to kill the electricity at a house he was going into or something. He put I, them underneath the uh, power lines and just let him go up and short them. And then there was also the piggy toy thing. Remember that? No. Um, the guy was... Lydia had paid a guy to kill everyone on that list or whatever. Yep. Remember? Yeah. Yep. And uh, Mike was... Mike, she was paying like double if if the guy could kill Mike. Mm-hmm. So Mike went to see that guy or whatever, and he put a a piggy toy in front of the peephole. So when the guy went to the door to try to kill Mike, he looked and he saw like something kind of bouncing around in front of the peephole. And in that thirty seconds of confusion or whatever, Mike was able to get into the house and then kill him. Wow. Okay, and that's DJ explained. I gotta, explain I, gotta, I, gotta re- to I gotta rewatch Breaking Bad. Apparently, yeah. Fuck man. But yeah, the Mike shit's good. The Saul stuff is okay. Uh, I love love me some Kim Wexler. Kim Wexler's great. I yeah. I just don't like fucking what's his name. Oh, his Chuck. brother Chuck is fucking brutal. I fucking hate Chuck. But you know who I do like? I like um, what's the uh, the his, his associate's name? The guy with the with the knit ties. Yes. Yeah. So he's awesome in that role what um, is that guy's name is it howard howard yeah, yeah that's right yeah so that guy is awesome and i've never seen him in anything before he he really nails that role like he's the most smug right like powerful but such a slime ball lawyer yeah and i love it yeah it's fucked um i uh yeah i but I, i'm like back to now wanting to watch it every night that it comes on where I think after one episode of the season, I thought that I was going to just put it off for like a few months. But it's uh, 
It's back and it's strong. So that's a Monday night thing, right? I don't know. I think it's Monday. I usually end up watching it. I never watch anything as it's on anymore, other than Silicon Valley. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing on Saturday night? What Saturday night? Just Saturday it's night. A Saturday night. It's just the this Saturday, May thirteenth. I don't know if I have anything on this Saturday, May thirteenth. Okay, because here's what I'm doing. I'm doing the trick thing where you can't tell if I'm asking you to do something with me or do something for me. That's a, that's a very good point. That's, that's why I. That's the most terrifying thing in the world, having to answer that question. One time when I was in high school or whatever, uh, the people that I would babysit for called and were like, hey, it's a, it was a Sunday night. They were like, it was Sunday, probably like 4 o'clock or whatever. They were like, hey, uh, what are you up to? And I was like, ah, just got a lot of homework. Why? And That's a good out were, because then if something fun happens, right. then you can say, well, fuck this homework. Exactly. And then so if they were not like, fun happens, you say, well, I got I to gotta do this homework. Sorry. They were like, oh, well, uh, we have like floor seats to the Celtics. And if you want them, you're, they're yours. But don't feel bad if you have to do the homework. And I was like, uh, nope. Fuck I don't homework. have homework <laughs> at all. So um, because I'm going to be uh, so Heim is on SNL. Ah, that's right. Yes. Are you having a party? No. <laughs> Fuck, I should. Yeah, what's wrong God with you? I thought you were it. So I'm going to be out of town just doing some New Hampshire shit with my friends. Are you asking me to DVR? Huh? I'm not asking okay. you to do that. <laughs> I'm asking you to use whatever software you use to do the GIFs or whatever Okay. to record the Heim performances and text me them immediately <laughs> as they happen because there's a good chance. So you're wherever... basically asking me to DVR it for you. Just yes, but like in more a different than, sense. But like, no, but like <laughs> in, in a more demanding, more in a more yes. demanding sense. Yeah, if uh, that just that that's out there. You've been asked to do it. You don't have to do it. If I'm home, I will do it for you. That'd be unbelievable, man. <laughs> that would be like a really cool solid. 